struggling to get through this and just going through it time after time after time they probably can and it's really sad but it's okay so welcome back to another episode of meet the creatives uh for those of you who are new to the podcast my name is rob johnston and this podcast is where i gain a deeper understanding of all things creative by meeting my mentors and design heroes um i have some awesome guests coming up brian collins alex center jessica hish Justin Genak, It's a Living's coming on. What? It's going to be amazing. Uh, for all the upcoming guests, go check out my website, meetthecreatives.design. And on this episode, I interviewed Zipong Zhu in Madison Square Park. Uh, we had made arrangements to sit somewhere quiet, but uh, it was full. So we thought, what the hell, we'll do it in the park. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was right outside of where the original Shake Shack is, um, designed by Paula Scher. So it was kind of fitting. Um, to interviews upon there as he uh, was an intern for Paul Scher and then went on to work at Sagmeister and Walsh and I'll let him do the talking but uh, Zapong and I had a great time and I can tell we're gonna be friends for a long time so uh, here he is Zapong Zhu. Zapong Zhu is a designer in New York City who wants to make every day a razzle dazzle musical before he ate cheese and spoke English he was eating rice and speaking Mandarin and Cantonese in China. What was it like when you lived in China? When did you move from China? And how has that affected you as a designer? For me, it's interesting because my life has changed so drastically between my life in China and my life in New York City. Um, up till I was 18 years old, I was um, destined to study biochemistry and uh, I was actually pretty good at it, um, and I've never really touched art or design um, really specifically. I started uh, very much interested in Japanese manga, it's like the Japanese comic, uh, um, very, very much when I was a kid. So I wanted to become a manga artist, so I wanted to draw, draw illustrations. I draw the original characters, I come up with my own storylines. That's another reason I'm kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I write stupid stories and then I draw. But also at that time I was going through this kind of emo phase. I mean, it's a little different from the emo phase in uh, kids in, in America. But in China, it just uh, um, you're kind of depressed and you write poems and like my characters are all kind of sad looking. I did that for a couple of years till one day I just realized I'm just really terrible at drawing. My hands are not very good. Um, so that left me, I, I quit manga. I still love it very much. I still read it. Uh, but that left me a lot of Photoshop skills because at the time, you know, I drew it and then I had to scan it and then I retouch it and Photoshop coloring and all that. Yeah, so I learned a lot of Photoshop and um, that's the time that I started to um, give presentations and everything. So I started to design my own presentation layout, school newspaper. Uh, 
I would say about like 13 or 14 when it first started, right. but then it really took off when I started in high school. Okay. I just started to do basically all the posters at school, all the clubs, all the newsletters. So did you move to America to come to SVA? Is that? Yeah, so... Uh, what year was that? That's 2009. So because I do so much poster, uh, I was taking a uh, little art class as a um, requirement. And my teacher just said to me, have you ever considered to study graphic design? Because you seem to have something for it. Uh, and at the time, I was like, I did not know you can make money out of this. Yeah. All I got was some free pizza, like <laughs> pa Papa John's, actually, uh, a very specific sponsorship for, with my school. <laughs> so that's the first time I really heard about the word graphic design or the term graphic design. And so I looked into it a little bit more. I was like, this sounds pretty damn awesome. Maybe it's a time for me to make my own stand in my own career, life, destiny. So I had a very long and intense and scary conversation to broke it to my parents that I decided to go to an art school uh, and in America. Yeah. Later on, I realized, uh, I found out that my dad was a art director slash designer, but it did not work out at all for him. So he is traumatized from that industry and he, just never wanted me to go through that and therefore I've never touched anything like that before because he sort of hid it from me so they I basically just begged them saying that just let me try with my own will for once if this design thing it's not working out I'm going back to school to study biochemistry that's fine uh, but just let me have this one chance and then um, I'm I applied to a few schools uh, Art Center in California was my dream school. They rejected me. And then SCAT in Savannah and SVA in New York both um, accepted me. Uh, Savannah, so SCAT gave, gave me a very nice, beautiful scholarship, and SVA gave me nothing. So I had a, another very long and uh, hardcore conversation with my parents to beg them to let me come to New York City because that's why I feel like where I should be. Was there anything that you remember that stood out from any of your professors that was like pieces of advice that, that really resonated with you? Yeah, uh, actually, actually I think there are two things that I still left with me up to this point. Uh, one is I had this one project in Karen's class, which is one of my favorite projects uh, when I graduated, but I redid that project seven times. I, I uh, got the approval like two weeks before I supposed to send out my work, like my portfolio. Uh, so just don't ever give up trying till you feel like you got it. The second thing, which is actually the most important thing, is how important for you to believe in yourself in order for other people to believe in you. And then that's actually a tr uh, common Thing in every single class I took at SVA uh, in my senior year that all the work that I loved and the professor loved and everybody loved are the ones that I really really stood behind it and then uh, I know all the reasons I know where I came up with the idea I know where the train of thoughts 
I, I know everything about it and not some random arbitrary decisions. Yeah. You get a job working under Paul share as an intern, right? Uh, getting the chance to work there as an intern, what's that like and, and, and what's it like to work alongside Paul Cher, who's one of the best designers in the world? Uh, again, it would not happen without my time at SVA, actually. At that year, Paula wasn't teaching, but she agreed to do a little workshop uh, for uh, some selected uh, kids, whoever first come, first serve, basically. So I'm, I grabbed on the chance. I was very lucky to be in the class. It was a very intense course. We met on a Friday night. She gave us a an assignment, which is pick whatever on 3rd Avenue uh, from 14 to 23rd Street. Pick one place that you think needs some help and then rebrand that. And then the assignment is to rebrand whatever the place that you picked and then regroup next Friday. She's going to critique your work and then you're gonna go home and not sleep that whole night. You're gonna meet with her again the next morning to go th uh, to use all her comment uh, into your new design and that's your final project. And for me, I picked SVA because SVA's logo, it kind of looks like a flower but essentially it was actually brush strokes like from, from painting. Uh, so I decided just to cut them into little pieces so each abstract piece represents a department and then they have one specific color and uh, every single building has a mix of departments so you have a mix of colors in, within that department and that's it. So I basically came up with this coloring system for all the departments. They have the same setup but they, they just own one color. I just remember one thing that she specifically commented on was I was really good at Photoshop because I photoshopped some crazy uh, environmental graphic of like these things throughout my school, big type, big graphic, uh, just covering my whole school, bright colors. Yeah, so she just said, oh, you're really good at Photoshop. And then I was, thank you. That's very nice of you. Because uh, everybody else is just equally as good at Photoshop as me. And then. I was supposed to intern at GQ that summer, but I don't know what, I guess my interview didn't go very well, so I, I didn't get that internship. So the second I got rejected, I shoot Paula an email saying, hey, I don't know if you remember me, I did this workshop with you a couple months ago, I did this project, and uh, if you're looking for an intern, I would love to be your intern for the summer. And she rolled back five minutes later, yeah, come over. And then I started, I mean, I just was lucky, but I also think I had the balls to ask for it. Because I remember some of my other classmates, they were slightly timid about the fact that maybe I'm not good enough for this place, blah, 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 blah. But for me, worst come to worst, it's a no. I mean, I already got one no already from Condé Nast, so I don't mind to get another rejection. It's okay. So, yeah, I glad, I'm glad that it worked out. Yeah. And I had a really, really great time at Pendigram with her for yeah. four months. That's so cool. It was amazing. What were some of the, the projects that you worked on while you were there? Uh, I get to touch, the, uh, touch on the rebranding of Weight Watchers. 
uh, the signage system at the public theater. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, I was also first time working with an architect. Uh, it was just really mind-blowing and then to learn how things graphic to apply on three-dimensional space and what takes into consideration beyond just the dimension and material. And uh, there's also, uh, I worked on, oh my God, so, so many. Uh, I touched a little bit of the Philadelphia Art Museum. And then, um, what else? There's so many. Uh, Cohen Brothers, I worked on the identity for that. Wow. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's the ones that on top of my head right now. Sounds good. So in 2013, uh, you start working with uh, Sagmeister and Walsh, another one of the, the world's biggest agencies or most well-known agencies. Yep. Uh, what was that like, and did you immediately get hired in full time, or how did that all work out? Two days before I graduate, I got an email from the wonderful Jessica Walsh. She asked me if, I, if I'm interested in stop by the studio and show her my work. And, uh, and later on, like after uh, I got a job and everything, that I found out that uh, one of my previous coworker and uh, schoolmate, Santiago Casquilla and uh, Timothy Goodman, both gave uh, very nice uh, recommendations for me and therefore Jessica took a look at my portfolio and she asked me to uh, came interview. I graduated on a Thursday. I interviewed as Agmeister and Walsh at the Friday afternoon. And then I took two day off with my parents and then I started to work right after. And uh, I did a lot of branding projects when I was a student and I had a branding only portfolio because that's something that's the only thing I was interested in when I first graduated from college. So all I wanted to do is branding. So I left people no choice but hire me as a branding person. So I just didn't show any of the other work. And uh, Jessica at the time happened to be looking for somebody that has that skill set. And I was just very lucky enough that um, she, she liked my work and um, I got brought on to freelance on the Jewish Museum identity, and then later on became the first project that I finished as Agmeister, and also the project that got me hired as full time, and later on that promoted me into a senior designer. Wow, that's so awesome. That's yeah, I can't complain. Okay, so three weeks ago you started your own studio, and it's called, is it Razzle or Dazzle? I'm gonna say it's Dazzle. That's correct. Dazzle. So tell me a little bit about you know starting your own studio, and you know your intentions for the future. Um, my time at Eigmeister was the greatest experience I can, I could ever ask for for a, a young, uh, fresh graduated uh, professional. I learned everything from Stefan, Jessica, everybody at the studio, including the interns, the freelancers, and the full times. Everybody, they, they taught me so much that they really inspired me that maybe there's a chance that I can take the uh, lead on the wheel and then uh, to drive my own destiny for one more time. Yeah. So 
that's one of the reason that I decided to start Dazzle. But before that, I freelanced a little bit just to sort of, you know, see what's going on in the industry from other places because Sagmeister and Walsh was my first job ever. I've never had any other jobs at all. And uh, so I get to do a little bit of different things and then worked on some very fascinating projects with some really awesome people and get to see different offices, different environments, different philosophies. So all of those together made me really want to make my own. And the plan for the future is to make Dazzle more Razzle Dazzle. I love it. That's a great, that's a great answer. Um, do you have like an idea of the kind of work that you want to do? Or you kind of want to be similar to that, um, you know, Sagmeister and Walsh model where it's, you know, every day is a new day kind of approach? Yeah, totally. Right now, I sort of have, I plan basically um, fairly short term because I'm not a big fan of really, really long term commitments. Uh, so my projects normally don't take up more than a year right now and uh, meanwhile my day-to-day -day, week to week schedule is pretty flexible so today if I'm in the mood to um, take a two-hour lunch break or today to you know go see a museum and go watch a movie I would do that and uh, that also says about the type of work that I want to do I would say the sky is my limit I think as long as it's in the creative industry that uh, evolves mostly visual, because that's, I think, what I'm good at, I'm interested in it. Right now, currently, I'm doing identity, website, animation, photo art direction, uh, zines, illustrations. Everything. <laughs> I'm trying. Very, I'm really trying. Very little you don't do. It's more like what you don't do. It's good. Yeah, I don't know what I don't do. We'll, we'll see. We'll figure okay. that out. That's awesome. I'm very happy for you. Thank you so much. Your style is quite unique. In some ways, it's unlike anything I've, I've, I've seen. Um, I'm That's just wondering, like, when when you get, like, when you look for influence and, and when you try to get inspired, where do you look and where would you recommend that young designers look aside from the obvious? I actually would say try to avoid the obvious. Like, I really hope design students can stop looking at Behance. Yeah. I really hope they can do that. Because yeah. every single student's work look like it's straight from Behance. And because Behance is awesome that they have nicely curated projects that the student tend to really drawn to it. But by drawing to it, they're copying existed work that's already out there on the internet, in the industry, for some other people, instead of creating their own idea, their own concept, their own visual language. And I think that's the problem. Behance itself is great. It's such a good platform. For me, I have to say, Stefan and Jessica were the best influence on that is all, almost all the references and inspiration came from places that are outside of design right. like we go we go to museums galleries to see shows all the time and uh, they travel a lot so they experience different cultures and uh, um, 
for me, to be super honest, New York is kind of my inspiration. I, when I'm stuck, I walk around. I see some interesting typography might inspire something. I see some interesting architecture or interesting fashion. Actually, fashion a lot. That uh, all and store design, all of these things um, inspired a lot. Music, movies, dance, art, a ton. So Zephung, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, your website, zz is.it. That's trendy. Zz is it. Um, and then, but you can also reach me on all the social media platforms. I'm very highly addicted to the internet. <laughs> at you always respond within like 30 seconds. I love it. At <laughs> ZZ Design. Cool. Look out! <laughs>